Well, hello there, and welcome to Ask Allie, your go-to source for some amazing life advice with a metaphysical twist. I'm Allie, the host of the longest-running spiritual podcast on Apple Podcasts. That's right, since 2005, I've been helping people just like you navigate the often mystical world of self-discovery and personal growth. Today is Monday, May 1st, 2023, and I'm so excited you're tuning in to give me a listen. Today, we'll be discussing a topic that many of us have encountered at some point in our lives, how to disengage from a toxic person. If you love this episode and want to learn more, head over to adabodyxecy.com. There you'll find a ton of resources and information, including how to book a reading with me. And don't forget, if you're feeling extra generous, and I hope you are, please give this episode a five-star rating, leave a review, or share it with three friends. Together, we can create a community of like-minded spiritual individuals who are all working toward creating a better life for ourselves and others. We are still on season 18, and this is episode number 14, May 5th, Friday. We have a full flower moon. That's right. We got a full moon on the 5th. It comes in around 1, like 24, 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time on the 5th. And it's a full moon in Scorpio. And, of course, there will also be, because why not, a lunar eclipse. Now, eclipses, they always seem to get us to go on the path we need to go. They kind of illuminate things. They push us forward. So if you're not traveling the path your soul intends you to take, you may get a little shove or maybe some information to have you start going in the correct direction. Now, on Tuesday, May 2nd, that is yours truly's birthday. Can you believe it? I'll be 56. <laughs> I can't believe it. What I can't believe even more is I started this podcast 18 years ago, so I'm still in my 30s. And now I'm in my I'm gonna be in my upper 50s. How wild is that? I think it's a bit crazy, but I am a Taurus through and through, and uh, yeah, Tuesday, so Tuesday, wish me happy birthday. Even if you don't send me a message, just say it out loud. Happy birthday, Allie, and I will hear it, and thank you very much. <laughs> Let's go on to the magical item of the week. We're going to talk about carnelian. This is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite stones. It's a wonderful orange stone that... Um, generates some really good energy for our sacral chakras. The energy is protective, projective, sorry. The sun, it represents, the sun represents the, Zena, you've got to move. Oh, Zena Luina, move. In case you didn't know, I have 15 cats, two dogs, and I don't edit this podcast. <laughs> Let's try this again. Carnelian, yes. The energy is projective. The planet it represents is the sun. It has the element of fire. The magical powers it has is protection, peace, eloquence, healing, courage, and of course, sexual energy. Yes. Um, back in Egypt, they used to wear uh, carnelian rings to help get anger, jealousy, envy, and hatred under control. If you wear it nowadays, it still does that, um, but it's also used to promote peace and harmony and to dispel depression. If you're shy, this is a good stone to wear to boost your courage. It's a great stone to wear or carry for public speaking. 
And the carnelian strengthens your voice, provides self-confidence, and confers eloquence on the speaker. It's usually worn on the neck or in a ring for these purposes. Carnelian is also used to counteract doubt and negative thoughts and can be used in spells relating to these problems. It also helps with patience. I think I kind of need that. Carnelian is carried to guard against others who are trying to read your thoughts. So if you don't want anyone to telepathically connect to you and try to read, Carnelian is the stone to go with. Um, in Renaissance magic, the Carnelian was engraved with a sword or an image of a warrior. Then this magical amulet was placed in the home to guard from lightning and storms or carried as protected against enchantment. So other people cannot put spells on you. Carnelian was worn to prevent skin diseases, insanity, nosebleeds, and all blood diseases, and as a general health inducer. Carnelian strengthens astral vision and is worn to bed to halt nightmares. This stone is also used or worn to stimulate sexual impulses. So this is one hell of a stone. If you don't have carnelian in your um, stone, uh, what do I want to say? Your stone um, medicine cabinet? Yeah. Then I highly suggest you get it right now. Now I'm going to hit pause for a second. I don't edit, but I just had Amazon drop me off a package and I don't like things sitting on my porch for very long. So don't go anywhere. I will be right back. All right, I'm back. Thanks for waiting around. Um, that wasn't Amazon. I totally forgot. I put it in an order at Pet Supplies Plus. I had to get Bubba a new bed. My help of Bubba, can you believe it? Oh my God, he's going to be 16. He, his birthday's the same as mine. My help of Bubba's going to be 16 on Tuesday. And let me tell you, he's a blue healer. And blue healers don't usually live to be 16. Aw, that's a birthday present for him. Yay. All right. Enough of that. Let us move on to the Oracle Card Overview of the Week for May 1st, 2023. I am using the Moonology Oracle Cards by Yasmin Bourne. So let's see what this week has in store for you. All right. Packing is coming along. Unpacking, I should say. Unpacking is coming along. <laughs> I've got way more kitchen things and. I remember having everything was, you know, I kept it packed away at the other house for seven years. So I'm rediscovering all this stuff and I'm like, <laughs> I have no place to put it. So that has been interesting. Um, so far, my bedroom and Kyle's bedroom are nothing but boxes. I don't know how I'm going to fit beds in there eventually. But uh, yeah. All right. Card number one. Let's get that there. Card number two and card number three. All right. If you want to see a picture of the cards I just drew, um, it's going to be on this episode's post on outofbodyecstasy.com. Okay, what kind of cards we get here? Um, <laughs> interesting. So the first card we have for Monday and Tuesday, May 1st and 2nd, is your hard work is paying off. It's a new moon in Capricorn. So whatever we put our, our mind to on Monday and Tuesday, 
whatever type of oomph we put in, it's going to pay off for us. Our hard work is going to be getting us someplace. So Monday and Tuesday is not a good time to be lazy, which I'll have to remind myself. Do not be lazy on Monday and Tuesday. Go for it, whatever it is. On Wednesday and Thursday, we have you're very close to achieving your goal, the Gibbous Moon. So the hard work that we're putting in on Monday and Tuesday is going to get us really close to our goals on Wednesday and Thursday. So it is not a time to start to um, give up. Monday through Thursday is full steam ahead. Keep pushing forward. Push, 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 push. All right. And then we come into Friday, which, as I said earlier, is the full moon and the lunar eclipse. And I pulled the card. Nothing will come of this situation. Void, of course, moon. So what this is telling us, the void, of course, moon, is whatever we're worried about, um, whatever type of issue may have cropped up, say, you know, we're working really hard all week long and we're really close to our goal. And then this eclipse, and it's kind of like, eh, what? What does that mean? But don't worry about that because nothing will come of the situation. Okay, it doesn't mean that car does not mean that our hard work has not been paying off and that we're not close to achieving our goals. We are. Those two cards stand firm for Monday and Thursday. It's just telling us when that full moon hits on Friday, Friday through Sunday, it's really, you know, a time um, that we're going to increasingly, increasingly increase our worry, but don't increase our worry. Because nothing's going to become of the situation that we're worrying about. All right? So just chill over the weekend. Monday through Thursday, work your ass off. Friday through Sunday, don't worry, and do some relaxing. All right? So again, Monday and Tuesday, your hard work is paying off. Wednesday and Thursday, you're very close to achieving your goal. And Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, nothing will come of the situation. So do not worry. Sounds good to me. <laughs> now, moving forward, let us talk about the topic of the week, which is breaking free from toxic relationships. And I know we've all had toxic relationships. It's impossible to get through life and not have one. Now, when I'm talking about toxic people, I'm referring to those who negatively impact our energy and our mental well-being. They can be friends, family members, co-workers, acquaintances, lovers, right? These are people who, who drain our energy and create a heavy burden on our soul. None of us want that. So how do we disengage from these tox toxic relationships and protect our spiritual health? Because we matter. Well, there are five steps. And step number one is recognizing the signs. So first you have to realize <laughs> that you're in a relationship of some sorts with a toxic person, okay? You can't disengage from a toxic relationship if you don't know you're in one. So I want you to look at this relationship. This, they could be, um, they could be very manipulative, very, a lack of empathy, constant criticism, control issues. It's like when, you, you give somebody good news, like for myself, hey, today's my birthday. And they go, don't say anything. It's like, eh, whatever. And they walk away. I'm like, well, F you. It's my birthday. This is a good day. But they say nothing. Or they say good for you. Or they go, oh, yay. 
happy birthday. You don't mean it. <laughs> That's a kind of like drop dead on your birthday type thing. Um, if you find that interacting with somebody consistently brings you down, you got to reconsider the role this person plays in your life. Number two, set boundaries. Now, boundaries. Boundaries are essential in every relationship. Okay, you have to have clear boundaries because in relationships, you have to be two individuals or three individuals, you know, five if it's your, if it's your family. You cannot merge into one big clump. Okay, so boundaries are essential in any relationship, but they can become more crucial when dealing with a toxic individual. You want to establish clear, firm boundaries to protect your energy and well-being. This could um, maybe involve setting your limits on your interactions with this person, creating a physical distance, move across the country, or cutting off communication altogether. Now, when you cut off communication altogether, the toxic people usually try to make you feel bad. Like, where'd you go? What'd you do? Why aren't you speaking to me anymore? Ignore them. All right. Number three. Practice emotional detachment. Now, it's crucial to practice emotional detachment when disengaging from a toxic person. Remind yourself that their actions are a reflection of their own internal struggles, and it is not a reflection of you. This realization will help you let go of any negative emotions you may have been harboring. Number four, seek spiritual healing. As you distance yourself from a toxic individual, turn inward and seek spiritual healing. This is from yourself, from your soul. Engage in practices that promote self-care and spiritual growth, such as meditation, journaling, spending time in nature, um, carrying different stones, reading books that will help you with that, like um, untethering, yeah, untethering of the soul. Uh, I forget, the, Michael... Beckenwith, probably said his last name wrong, but it's a very good book. Um, these type of activities will help cleanse your energy and restore balance to your soul, which is what you need. And step number five, surround yourself with positive energy. Lastly, surround yourself with positive energy and people who will uplift and support you. Like if I tell someone, hey guys, guess what? I My podcast is in the top 10 again and blah, blah, blah. They're like, great, good for you. That's somebody supporting you. That's somebody saying, great job, I've got your back. Or, you know, whatever the, the information, you got a raise, great for you. I got promoted, fantastic. Got a new job, way to go. Okay, I'm getting married. Good for you. This is absolutely fantastic news. I'm getting divorced. Good for you. Fantastic news, depending on who it is, right? So these connections will provide a nurturing nurturing environment for your spiritual growth and help you maintain your emotional well-being. Okay, you want somebody who's as happy around you as you are around them. Correct? Correct. Now, by following the steps, you can disengage from a toxic person in a way that honors your spiritual journey and preserves your well-being. Remember, it's essential, essential, there we go, to prioritize your spiritual health and protect your energy from those who seek to drain it. 
Now, here we are at the end already. I want to thank you for hanging out with me here at Ask Alley. I hope you enjoyed the episode and got a better idea of how to disengage from a toxic person. If you like what you heard, please take a moment and review the episode. The more people who listen equals the more people I can help have their aha moments. And speaking of helping others, don't forget to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Wisdom for even more tips, tricks, and inspiration. And last, but certainly not least, if no one's told you today, let me be the first to say it. You are fabulous. Take care of yourself and have a magical week. Catch you next time.